0: Hi guys, well from beautiful Salt Lake City, Utah, it's Thank God I Am Atheist, the podcast,
1: I'm Frank Feldman, and I'm Dan Beecher, and coming up today we're going to be talking about, um, well, what's the the right lead-in for this?
0: What we're going to be talking about (laughs) is, uh space non-religious spaces that are designed to be that do the cool shit that religious spaces can do right they're designed to not Mormon religious awe. spaces mind you the religious spaces spaces of our youth did not inspire awe no rug burn on the burlap <laughs> that that happened but not awe <laughs> not so much awe but we're gonna talk. but you know you, you go to a a cathedral you go to a Catholic
1: You know, an ancient cathedral, and there's awe. Oh, yeah, it's amazing. And so, yeah, so uh, I had an experience on my my trip of going to a museum that had been designed to inspire the same kind of awe, but we'll get to that. Yeah, and I've been to some places, too. We're going to talk about secular spaces and, and, and
0: where we can go as secular people. Right to experience so, such we, we, awe,
1: we don't have to ignore that. No, it's a very human. It's something that we should feed. I think. Yeah, I awe. think so too. I think we should find ways feed to. feed the awe. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's, that's the. There
1: you go. Oh Dan, we uh, what 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 what's going what's been going on in the world, Dan?
0: Oh, I got some good ones. Oh yeah, I got some good ones. Oh good. Uh, for all you Marvel comic fans out there. Uh, I hope we're all happy with uh, Colossus being an anti-Christian, anti-Jewish Muslim. Uh, Yay! That's right. Marvel Comics released a comic uh, that is now going to be worth a lot of money because they're pulling it and redoing it. Oh, really? Uh, They hired an artist. This is for a a comic called X-Men Gold. Uh, X-Men has apparently been... uh, the, the X-Men series has been on hiatus. This is meant to revive X-Menism. X-men,
1: X-Humans. x mania. It's rather, it's a rather sexist. <clears throat> it's just X-Men. X-Folk. They should call it x people <clears throat> X-Persons. Anyway, uh, they hired a
0: guy named Adrian Sayaf, who's an Indonesian freelance uh, uh, illustrator, uh, artist, who in one frame... Uh, Colossus, apparently, he's playing baseball. Okay. And on his shirt, it very clearly says QS five colon fifty one, which means which is the it stands for Quran Surah five verse fifty one. Oh boy, which is a particularly shitty. Little, little verse okay. in the Quran. What does it say? Um, it's <clears throat> apparently difficult to translate, but here's the version that I got. <laughs> o you who have attained to faith, do not take the Jews and the Christians for your allies. They are but allies of one another, and whoever of you allies himself with them becomes verily one of them. Oh. Behold, God does not guide such evildoers. Oh, boy. That's some fucked up shit to put into a goddamn comic book. Yeah, that is. In, into a, like a main... Yeah, you know, I mean, if you, if your character is like Muslim man, <laughs> then okay. <laughs> but like, if your character is just an X-Man... Yeah. That's no, pretty that's messed uh, up. No,
1: well, that's messed up and... Uh, <laughs> wow. Yeah, ap- that, ap- the Quran says that. Apparently,
0: yeah, yeah right huh. you, you hear all this stuff about people of the book being all one you know being all sort of related and and yeah. stuff
1: the quran is a is a book of peace only if you ignore a whole bunch of shit well and in that uh it requires you to be peaceful with it yeah not that it uh yeah right <laughs> is one about the peace that's achieved by by accepting difference yeah right and embracing all of humanity as is.
0: Apparently, the uh, that particular verse is a is a
1: sort of the the
0: the big rallying cry of a movement in Indonesia. Um, and uh, this guy is uh, this guy. So so the uh, the artist went on a big tirade on on Facebook, defending himself, saying, <laughs> "Oh, this is all, always... ladies and gentlemen. If you learn anything from this show." Know that it is never a good idea if you are accused of bigotry hmm. to say no. I have lots of blank friends. Oh, Jesus Christ! That's that's basically that's basically self-incrimination. <laughs> At this point, <laughs> you're admitting that you suck when you say that. Um, but no, yeah, he, he defended himself with the non-defense defense, and then those things were taken down, and then he was fired. <gasps> Marvel is pulling the comic. Oh. And re-releasing it without the uh, the offensive stuff. Apparently, there were a few other moments that were that
1: had like little little clues right. for his Islamic friends. So instead, he'll say like John six twelve. Right. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> three sixteen. The three sixteen. Uh, there we go. The, uh,
0: yeah the um so anyone who got that edition of that book right, hang on to that. Yeah. That that's, just woo! that just became worth
1: something. That, that is guy a collect- did you a favor. That, guy, that thing's now a collector's item. Yeah. Like a lot of Nazi memorabilia as a collector's item. Yeah. Like, like that's going to be like total underground. You're not going to have that at like a show. Oh, no. You're totally going to have that at a show. It's so? not
0: like Nazism. It's not the same thing. <laughs> ISIS? Listen, Spicer. Stop trying to compare <laughs> everything to Nazis.
1: <laughs> All right. Um... Sweden, Dan. Yeah. Uh, I've been there. A midwife Ooh. in Sweden by the name of Eleanor Grimirk mm-hmm. uh, got hired on uh, at a uh, hospital. Yeah. Or some kind of medical center and uh, refused to do part of the job description, oh. which was uh, perform abortions. Oh,
0: interesting and that's part of midwifery there uh-huh yeah fascinating
1: well um and i'm sure there are some that are more sort of done by doctors right but there are uh, certain kinds of abortions that yeah it falls into the tradition of midwifery actually sure and uh and so that was expected of her she refused mm. and she lost her job because she you know because you're to... supposed
0: to do all of the parts of your job exactly that's right? so, that's how jobs work
1: so she sues yes <clears throat> and the courts have uh, said no dice you have to do your job you have to do your job
0: wow Period. can isn't you it, believe that isn't it nice when courts are reasonable <laughs> isn't it nice when <laughs> courts when when the law makes some sense
1: yeah i mean yeah it, it is. It's a good thing. And it's I mean, also I a good thing it. that, uh, I mean, she, she, a couple of the quotes in the article, she, she kind of knew that she had a, especially toward the end, this is what was expected. This was the decision that everybody expected to be handed down. Right. And she wasn't deluding herself too much. Right. Um, I mean, she is from Sweden, for crying out loud. She must kind of <laughs> know how the country works. Yeah. Uh, but nonetheless, um, she did attempt in in the name of religious freedom and apparently all of sweden was just like who the fuck does she think she is yeah and uh certain uh there were quotes along the lines of uh the, you know the needs of the population actually uh go before you know our own religious needs uh that was somebody who uh Uh, works for patients' rights, Mm. um, which was also a really interesting thing that um, people were saying, well, when you go to a hospital and you go see a certain clinician with a certain title, you have your set expectations of what you're going to get right? and the services that are provided. And I'm sorry, you're a midwife. Yeah. You know? You have a job. What what did you think was... Here's you the were, job description. it's not just all you know birth and out babies. babies.
0: Here's the thing, apparently Here, you know I the thing is, it's totally fine if you you know if, if someone has a moral objection to abortion, uh-huh, I really don't have a problem with that, but if you've got a job and you've got a and that job has a description and you yeah. can't do it, yeah, you don't get to be that job. Uh, agreed. I, I can, absolutely. Agree. I can take a huge moral stand against you know uh, saying swear words on stage. People have done it. You know, I'm an actor. Mm. If I decide I I refuse to say swear words on stage, right? That's totally fine. I don't get to do a lot of roles then, right? I can't demand that they modify the play, right, based on my morality.
1: Wasn't there a big case at the University of Utah?
0: There was indeed. There was, that was indeed. when you
1: were probably a student there. It was just after, just after, just after okay. I was there.
0: There was a girl. There was a woman uh, in the actor training program uh, there at the university uh, that I attended. Who, uh, yes, she she was LDS and didn't want to be forced to say the swear words. Yeah, and they they were forcing her to do to say oh, the swear words. Oh,
1: just horrible.
0: Yeah, horrible. Which, Whatever happened I, with that? Well they they ended up siding with the university. Uh-huh. But here's the thing. I just feel like the professors there were dipshits and probably should have just let her get away with not saying swear words. They can't like let her choose different pieces cause Right. cuz she can't modify text. You know no. you can't modify right. text. That's not. That's not. But kosher. they I mean, they took a hard stand on making her her do whatever piece they assigned to her. Oh. And I th- I I don't know that they need to take that hard stand. She's definitely not going to work as a working actress right if she you know if you can't even say a swear right let me tell you something you say swears on the stage that's a that's part of that's 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 how the American theater goes now right because it's how people talk anyway yeah I mean maybe
1: she can do yeah so I mean touring companies of seven brides for seven
0: brothers or whatever yeah it's just so funny like don't yeah just if you if you can't do part of the job you can't do the job that's that that's how that works
1: just be, just pick a field that that works you fit. Yeah, that works and with that your morality. You. Yeah, why is that? Why is that a hard thing yeah. to? Because I she mean, this loves is babies. The, the cake baking thing. Yeah, you know, yeah. Just, and and the pizza shops just, that cater, you know, just gay weddings. Do what you got to. Do what you do. Yeah,
0: or don't. you Or to, don't do what this you is,
1: do. It's all in the same vein.
0: Yeah. All right. Anyway. All right. We've beat that dead yeah, horse.
1: Okay. Uh, I'm going to
0: take us to to Colorado where uh, a a judge has, tempor- has issued a temporary injunction, a, a preliminary injunction against a law uh, from Fort Collins. There was a law in Fort Collins. This could have far reaching impacts across the country. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> we'll see. There's not been a ruling on this just yet, but. Currently, there's an injunction, and the judge has indicated that uh, he believes he will probably rule uh, in this direction on the entire case. Oh,
1: okay. Uh,
0: the case involves titties. <laughs> we got boobies, baby. Okay. Um, all right. There was the, the Fort Collins, Colorado, attempted or, or passed a law that said uh, that. That women could not show their breasts in public, except to breastfeed, okay. ever, ever. That was the law. Ever. It's just you, no exceptions. I mean, bro, well, breastfeeding is an exce- is the exception. Well, and, aside and, like, from the and, one on, exception, and and I think they do stipulate on purpose or whatever. Okay. okay. Um. So this was this was the law, uh, and you know, and so the the, the judge has decided that the that he probably thinks that this law was based basically on discrimination against women and is uh and and so what what do people want
1: here well so well, what is the end goal there well Wh- on boobs which on display on which side boobs on display sure why not any old time you want yes, down walking down the street sure.
0: Well, this isn't a. Oh my that. goodness! Well, Frank, you know sometimes the intersection between eighty-year-old man and gay man <laughs> is becomes evident. <laughs> Shut up! Uh, here's the thing: um, the well, judge, what, what, the they, judge has pointed out, okay, that there is no that the the ostensible differences between female breasts and male breasts are basically none. There's no difference between them other than this narrative in our society that somehow they're sexualized. Women's mm. breasts are sexualized. Okay. But, that. But uh, yeah, uh, it, he said, quote, thus, it perpetuates a stereotype ingrained in our society that female breasts are primarily objects of sexual desire, whereas male breasts are not. And I think he rightly uh, points out that or, or you know, he's, the point he's making is men's bodies can be gawked at and sexualized. Mm-hmm. There's no reason, but a man walks around shirtless and it's fine, and a woman walks around shirtless and it's horrible. Why?
1: Anyway, no, it makes sense. This is all. The, it makes I, sense. I'm just. Um, I, I was just curious to to what end. It's have you not so there has been a, a an actual like
0: feminist movement mm-hmm. in the country called itself calls, calling itself free the nipple okay that's basically just saying hey let's uh let's equalize
1: this shit let's- so a pub- so public swimming pool sure, huh well you trying to turn this into northern Europe or southern Europe or southern Europe, yeah, they're all crazy. All,
0: yes, that's right. I'm sorry, Frank. You may have to see boobs. No. In public. No. You know, there are many states in which it's already okay. Yeah? Like, oh, you know, if you do some research, apparently New York City, as long as you're not causing a ruckus with your boobs. <laughs> literally. No, I'm not even joking. <laughs> see,
1: you, what so they, if what, your
0: boobs cause a riot. What they're getting you, what they will get you on, if anything, is like, uh, is is like, creating a public disturbance or whatever but there's no law against a woman being topless so like there was a I saw a whole article where a woman went to went to Central Park and just took off her top and her bra (laughs) and just sort of hung out and a cop came up and was like hey lady what are you doing she said nothing just hanging out and he was like "Eh." and then (laughs) drove away right so like it's already legal in a
1: lot of places I know I know I know I know But it I should just, be legal. The whole point is like the the sexualization I just it, I and just def- want it to be clear. Uh, what, what what I don't want, I don't, I don't I could care less or I couldn't care less. Right. Um if uh if women want to be topless on the beach or the pool or at the park sunning whatever it, does, it 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 actually doesn't bother me. But what does bother me? or what would bother me in this is the the lack of this is going to sound weird and funny probably but the (laughs) lack of sort of national discourse right leading up to incidences individual incidences or whatever (laughs) of toplessness in public spaces because it's going to catch one off guard. Yeah. And one doesn't necessarily know how one is supposed to respond or react in like I like rules. Right? I like to Like social rules. I like social rules. I like to know what the expectations and the limits are so that I know how I'm supposed to respond or not respond (laughs) i think we're going to have to sort those out as we go i know this is new territory my friend. i know i know and so i'm just (laughs) saying i want it to be well publicized (laughs) when these decisions are made so that that i i'm not the person who's like jesus christ right
0: oh so what you're saying is you want to make sure that everyone knows that it's okay yes so that nobody goes running up to some woman and going now what are you doing exactly exactly
1: yeah all right exactly that, So that, that's fair So that it's all just like okay we've made this decision as a society women can go topless where men can go topless yeah and all is good in the world those who don't agree with it sorry just suck it up avert your eyes right uh and you know i mean at a certain point if you're topless in public avert your eyes really well, or just... You don't avert your eyes at a man's chest? No, I'm saying if you, if you're, if you object to it, oh, ab- avert your eyes right If yeah. it
0: somehow offends you, right don't look right. otherwise,
1: enjoy the boobs. I don't know. her, her top's off right I enjoy she I can't get upset if you're looking at them. No, at that point. no, no, don't don't be a creep. No, there's a different I mean clearly but but I mean, but, you
0: know you we ogle men who are topless, we ogle yeah. women who you know, people are beautiful. Enjoy yeah. the beauty. Yeah. I, I would, I would, I, one of the things that I love about this case is that the city, uh, in their defense, the government in their defense has offered up, uh, you know, they've, they've trotted out police officers who okay. are, who
1: are claiming that it could be a traffic hazard. Oh dear God. <laughs> Seriously. For the first, the first season that this is a thing. Yeah. Maybe, ladies, if you do go
0: public uh, with your boobies, just don't do it near the street. <laughs> Maybe for the first little while, let us all get used to it for a minute. Do it in the do it in the park. Do this it is as, what on I'm the saying. beach, is and then... the,
1: the, the, there has to be a moment of adjustment.
0: Yeah, sure. That's um, but that's not the rules. That's just that's good good sense. Yeah, That's just good sense. <laughs> Anyway, oh I, you know what's funny is that I was like, is that, do I even do that for the show? Does it have a religious tie-in? And then I went, you know what? Fuck yeah, it has a religious tie-in. Yeah, this goes all
1: the way back to our puritanical roots yeah, as a yeah. country. Yeah, 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 This is obviously just... Because other places in the world don't care as much about this. Right. There are places that care far more than we do. But, um, but you but know... But there are places that, that seriously don't care. I mean, for when- crying out loud, I don't want to keep talking about, you know, my trip or anything. Right. But like, um, public restrooms are always so weird to me in Europe. Oh, sure. It always takes a minute to be like, oh yeah, they're they're just different here, right? You know, like the lack of like, like obscuring the urinals from like public view. Oh yeah, you know, which is like totally what? bizarro. Dude, and then they just- don't. It's not even that they don't have dividers between them, which you'll see that in the U.S. of course too. But like, um, seriously, at the airport. Like a place that you would one would expect would just be built out to like some standard that has a nice, big, large bathroom, Mm. lots of obscuring, blah, blah, blah angles where you can't see. And oh, no, the door was just wide open looking at the urinals. Let me tell you something. I don't remember what city it is, but I just recently saw a thing.
0: There was one city in Europe that was trying to avoid uh, getting, uh, like, that was trying to cut down on public urination yeah. just out on the street. Okay. So they built these big, actually very attractive, funnel-looking, like, sculpturally interesting funnel-looking things out in the middle of the public square that oh. you can just walk up to and pee into. <laughs> just whip it out right there and pee into it. Yeah. Why? Because it's just peeing. It's uh, I mean, like, the whole point is... They're not hung up on, like, bodies as evil. And that's where all of this comes from, is that somehow the body, anything that participates in sexuality, like, A, sexuality is evil, wrong. B, anything, any part of the body that participates in sexuality is obviously bad and should be covered, idiotic right like this this whole concept that nudity is sometime, somehow bad or incendiary or something like anyone who's been on a nudist beach for more than four minutes realizes like the sexuality of the thing goes away instantly right when you go to Burning Man and there's just dicks and tits flopping everywhere, yeah you don't notice it or or you notice it, but like doesn't feel it doesn't feel different sexual way. at right. all,
1: yeah yeah. yeah. Uh, You're just hanging out with naked people. That's all. Right. Stupid. I don't. I. I don't know. Like I. I get the, all of it. I don't know about. I don't want to. Anyway.
0: They're coming. The boobies <laughs> are coming for you, Frank. <laughs> Brace yourself.
1: No. It's, oh, it's just my worst nightmare come <laughs> <I'm> true. <laughs> uh. Anyway. Uh. A new book is coming out, Dan. Oh good. Uh written by apparently a fairly popular uh Catholic author, James Martin. Okay. Is his name, re- the Reverend James Martin. Oh
0: yeah, I've re- I've read so many of his
1: Oh, he, just works. great, great, great uh, yep. things. Uh he he works on or he tends to write on uh, pastoral issues and, as as one uh, as a I,
0: reverend would do seems very right popular seems, riveting books seems right riveting
1: books uh nonetheless uh his new his latest book has um it, it tackled the topic of uh the the church catholic church and the lgbt community oh uh and how they need to enter into a relationship of respect compassion and sensitivity with each other good luck and uh but he, what's sort of groundbreaking here is that he doesn't use the Catholic Church basically has sort of always, uh, you know, how the churches don't want to admit, uh, they don't want to concede too much in their in their use of language toward right. acceptance right. of a,
0: homosexuality. There's basically a style manual on right. the thing.
1: And so you talk about same-sex attraction <laughs> or right. referring to gay people as homosexual strictly, right, because you, it's... You, we don't want to make it too cute Here. right he's actually using lgbt okay. and he's talking about the gay community and lesbians and la 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 and 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 the importance of of that this is everyone's church it's the gay community's church too is what he's saying i mean and it is received accolades from all levels of the church okay and has uh, on its little dust cover, uh, you know, they put little quotes. Yeah. Uh, it's, it was called um, Brave, Prophetic, and Inspiring by um, a U.S. cardinal who is close to Pope Francis. Yeah. And he's kind of the point man on family issues. Okay. Uh, he says that it's much needed. Um, blah, 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 blah. I love,
0: I love, here's what I love. You got a church that has, for centuries, purported to be all about Jesus and love Uh and loving your neighbor and we are everybody's church. They've been saying that shit for centuries. Yeah, it's the universal church. And then one guy comes out and actually uses a little bit of respectful language (laughs) and says... (laughs) And it's news. And says, we want to welcome you and this is your church too. And someone high up within that church goes, oh, that's brave. That's mm-hmm. so brave. Fuck you! It's not brave. It's brave th- in their context. I'm saying what I'm saying is like, how shitty do you have to be? where just using the respectful language and saying we should res- be respectful to these people.
1: Are you asking? Is the brave thing how <laughs> how shitty is the Catholic Church?
0: Oh, I suppose I know the answer. It's more a rhetorical question. I mean your church is shitty.
1: Yeah, I mean but this is But this is a step. This is the 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 hope of Pope Francis, right? Mhm. And and he's being again, he's hard to read. Yeah. as far as like exactly how far he wants this whole thing to go. Right. Um but he he's he has set up something where the more uh tolerant and accepting parts of the Catholic community, yeah. right. Can actually step forward and write a book like this. Yeah. And can actually say, and can actually have a dialogue and, about, and he's not being how can ostracized we reach out to exactly. There's a space for him um, because his approach is a, is a pastoral approach, which is Francis's approach, right? Francis wants a church that's about, priests working with their communities and being accepting and non-judgmental and la 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 la, All that stuff, right? Right. And and this guy is saying that, but he's saying it about the gay community. And you know what? And here's the deal. Like, I mean, fuck the Catholic Church in basically every way, right? (laughs) But I'm going to... You know, I like watching how this issue is developing in the Catholic Church. Absolutely. Because the Catholic... Let me tell you, the Catholic Church figures out how to accept and embrace the gay community. Yeah. Globally. Yeah. That's fucking huge. That would have a big impact. That's huge. It has not happened. Let us be clear. No, 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 no. That that is not what this, but this is a step toward something like that. Right. Eventually. Well, 10, 15, 20. The writing is on the wall,
0: kids. Every Years religion is going to have to accept homosexuality, or or be a fringe religion. Yeah. in the next little while, right? It's just going to have to happen. Yeah, and Catholicism has managed to avoid fringiness for de- for <laughs> century after century. They will avoid fringiness here. They will uh-huh. accept the gays eventually. Yeah. So yes, we. But the way that it happens is. Little baby steps forward, then a giant step back, and then little baby steps forward, and
1: it inches and inches. We'll see. We'll see. Um, I mean, I'm I'm not making (laughs) any predictions here, but, like, um, I don't know. I, I have to applaud anything like this. Sure. You know, and because, you know, as atheists, you know, I'd rather the whole thing go away, period. Right. But since it's there... And I'm a, you'd rather a have big Catholics, old homo. Yeah, you'd rather, I'd rather them like me, right? Than not, right? It's, so. good, it's
0: good to have the entire Catholic Church on your side. Yeah, that's a nice thing. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. It's good for human uh, human rights.
0: I think so. Uh, I'm going to take us to Magic
1: Fire.
0: Oh yeah. Okay. I am not even exaggerating. That's what's happening. I'll repeat.
1: Magic fire! Is this uh, this like a Sunday, Sunday, Sunday type thing? Uh, Sunday,
0: Sunday, Sunday. It is
1: like that. Here's what's happening in Jerusalem.
0: What? On on this coming Saturday. So for most of our listeners, it will be last Saturday. Is this like Pentecost or something? What is this? What is this? Orthodox Christians, thousands of them will gather at the Church of the Holy Sepulchre (gasps) in Jerusalem. Okay. And the Church of the Holy Sepulchre is theoretically where Jesus's tomb was, above right. where Jesus's tomb was. Yeah. And apparently, theoretically, they have the rock, the slab onto which Jesus was laid. I love all these claims. Sure. It's, Great. It's very clearly true. And here's how I is know it's
1: imprint. True. Can, is there an imprint <laughs> of his body?
0: There's a shroud that fits really nicely over top of it. No. Here's Here's how we know. Because every year, uh, some Orthodox Christian mm-hmm. guy, some father from uh, from Russia, okay. goes in. Here's what they do. They clean the place out. They inspect the entire room for any sort of fire-starting material. Oh, no. They ensure that there is no way that fire can be started from within that room.
1: <laughs> this sounds like a magic trick.
0: Then they close the door. <laughs> And they seal they, it. Do they? Do they turn the tomb around? They seal Yes, <laughs> they do. They seal it. They seal the door with wax. Oh, so that you know that if the wax is broken, you yeah. know that it's been broken into. God, this is a good trick. This is a good trick. Okay. Then, this uh, this holy father, uh-huh. presumably nude, because how how do we know that he doesn't have a lighter on him? Anyway, no, he walks in uh-huh. with candles. Okay. He holds them into the light that is, I think the light that's cast from the sunshine that comes in through or a wow. hole or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> Fire.
0: They, the candle, he walks out and the candles are lit. <clears throat> but they're not just lit. They are cold flames. What? The flame is cool until it start for a minute, and then it starts to become hot. What? And then they take that flame all the way back to Russia.
1: This is a good trick. (laughs) It happens every year, I guess. Has has a magician? Has a oh? Has anybody like? Has Randy? What? Has the amazing Randy? Are you claiming that there's
0: That there should be skepticism (laughs) applied to this? (laughs) Why can't you just love the miracle,
1: Frank? (laughs) Because because of the setup. Because it's so fucking stupid. The setup. I mean, uh, what do they do next? Make a yacht disappear? (laughs) They do. They make a
0: donkey appear, (laughs) carrying Jesus. Yes, uh, I I suppose there have been some skeptics who have thought that maybe the candles are dipped in white phosphorus, which would then ignite fairly easily with Uh, any kind of heat source or whatever. Okay. Uh, Or maybe the dude just has a lighter somewhere in his robes.
1: Who knows? What about this cold flame thing?
0: That's... Like, is it a different color? Like, how do you know it's cold? You know, the claim is that it's so cool that people have been able to wash their hands and face in it.
1: (laughs) In flame? What the fuck does
0: that mean? I don't know. weird. But yeah. Okay. Magic fire! Well, that's great. I really like saying that. That's kind of fun to say.
1: Yeah, okay. Anyway. You ready?
0: Well, oh, I'm, I will say that only after the flame is delivered to Patriarch Kirill in Russia ah. is our mission
1: complete. Oh, all right, Dan. Yeah, what? Uh, the Alabama State Senate. That's always <laughs> three good words to start a God, sentence. God, you, you gotta love it whenever. <laughs> I mean, isn't Al- didn't
0: Alabama just lose their governor? I think Alabama's governor just resigned after. Finally, after all of the sex scandal and oh, stuff, I, I, Alabama's I, 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 government is always a good place to go.
1: Go ahead. What do we got? So, they have voted <clears throat> to allow a mega church to form its own police department. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes, ma'am. In the first of its kind decision, uh, uh, the 4,000-person congregation at Briarwood Presbyterian Church can now... Have their religious police wow. watch over them. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> and and the school. And the school. Oh, they sure. they have a little school, as, oh. as a lot of churches do. Uh and uh yeah, and it was a it was a like a landslide decision, twenty four to four. Wow. Was the vote. Uh, um... I think there's going to be more churches with cops, church cop. I think terrifying.
0: I think there's this a, is... there, there's a network TV show in
1: this. Like mall cop, church cop, but this is th- like real cops. This isn't just like <laughs> a security. thing. So they have a resting power. They have, yes. uh, they can, they like, what was, but here's my question. What was the problem? That this... That necessitated this. Yes. What was happening
0: in this church so often... Right. That, that like, the town's regular cops were not sufficient. Couldn't handle it. Wouldn't, or wouldn't handle it. Because <laughs> all the cops would go to the Baptist church, not the Presbyterian
1: uh, church. Well, critics of this uh, bill um, have argued that... Um, the, any police department, right, that w- that reports to directly to church officials, <laughs> right, uh, could be used to, uh, you know, cover up crimes. What? Because here's <laughs> wait. What? <laughs> they are church police. They believe yeah. in Jeebus. Yeah, but they answer to to the priest, to the church, to yeah. The, yeah. Yeah. Not good folks.
0: Not a great this idea. This is
1: not a good development. You know, I
0: just googled Briarwood Presbyterian Church oh, yeah? uh in Birmingham, Alabama. We're not talking uh, you said mega church, sure, but we're not talking Osteen numbers here. No, that No. Their entire membership is 4,000. Yeah. It
1: still constitutes a mega church. But it's not
0: it's we're, we're, but like it's not arena. Big, yeah. Yeah. But it's big. It's big. I'm just saying like each service you're going to have a few hundred people there. You're going to have like 4 or 500 people at each service. I'm guessing you got like three services in, an, in on a Sunday. You're going you're not, or maybe a thousand maximum. You don't need a police force is what I'm trying to get at. You don't need church cop. I don't
1: know, Dan. It is Presbyterian. <laughs> you make a very good point. <laughs> they're, they're unruly. They are. They are an unruly bunch. You
0: never know what's going to happen they, at, a, uh, at, at a Presbyterian church. Yeah. Wow. I just i I feel like we're on the cusp of something that's going to happen a lot in the South. I feel like we have set a precedent
1: that will that will spread through the South. Well, we'll see. I mean, I want to know, like, because you know, like a university police force right i mean that's pretty common yeah sure that, that a university will have its own its own cops um, but they answer to the state because this is a state university yeah the private universities will
0: have their own cops as well but cops will answer to the state they don't answer to the university
1: they work at the university right it's a university police department that's that's formed it's its charter is at is is with the, yeah, the that, university but that's, but
0: that's their jurisdiction that's not to whom they answer. Yes, it is.
1: Okay, yeah. I don't know. No, it, it's it's <laughs> um, it, it, that's the 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 body that has formed sure. that police department, just like a, a city. So the police the police in a city report to the city. They don't right. report to the state. Um, so, nonetheless, um, how far-reaching though does their authority go? That's because a great they are question. real cops, right? They're real legit cops, so they can chase so, you
0: off campus if they if they need to.
1: It, yeah, I mean, or is this a run to the county line type? Thing? Right, right, right. If you get if you make it from
0: the Presbyterian Church to the Baptist Church, do they no can, authority? Can you just thumb your nose at them? <laughs> <laughs> it's a mosque. Fuck you. You have no authority here.
1: I just don't get why they need a police for it. Just. Boggles the mind
0: well, when you're laundering that much money, you really need your own police Ugh. i here's what's amazing to me you know well we've we've seen what happens when police forces work, like for instance in colorado city slash uh what's the, what's the other side of the thing Arizona City no <laughs> Uh, anyway, the, the, the what, little, what, what is it? The little older. B- no. Bol- yeah. No.
1: B- 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 it starts uh, with a B.
0: They call it short Creek. We'll just call it short Creek. Then Creek, by the way, is Utah for Creek. <laughs> um, but in short Creek, uh, which is the, the polygamist community on the border between Utah and Arizona in the Southern part of Utah. Uh, i obvi- I mean, police come from their community. Like the police officers come from, so all the police in that town are polygamist, fundamentalist Mormons. Uh And so when you drive into this town notoriously, if you drive around town, you will pick up a tail. Yeah, There will be a black, uh, probably SUV, that will start following you around the town. And it turns out that they are the cops of the town. And it's because they're members of the dominant church there yeah they don't want you there and they don't want you there yep so uh so like it's the definition of how corruption happens right this is the, this is this is how that's gonna play out so good job birmingham alabama you uh you got yourself some church cops that's, that's hilarious bad idea bad idea bad idea indeed well ladies and gentlemen if there are any bad ideas happening happening in your neck of the woods let us know write to us podcast at thank god i'm
1: atheist.com or Colin leaves a voicemail message. The number is 424 666 8442.
0: Yes, go to the Facebook page, facebook.com slash
1: TGIAtheist. And while there, search for the TGIA members only lounge and request to join. We'll let you in.
0: Dan? Yes, sir. Do you like men as much as i do well i do i i, I like the concept of men huh i'm a man men dan men men I, manly I, men
1: I, I i enjoy a good man sure <laughs> why not well i don't know if you enjoy men as much as pat robertson though. oh um
0: well he's he's i would say he's a connoisseur <laughs> I I like men sort of across the board. I'm not really that picky about my men. Right. He likes a very. He's, he's got very a type.
1: specific. That, yeah. He has a type. So let's let's listen in. Yeah.
0: Well, are our young men being turned into wimps? Is that what's happening on college campuses? Can you believe that they've got to apologize for being masculine? They have to apologize for being white. They've got to apologize for being males. I mean, we, it is crazy what's happening on college campuses. Not at Regent University, I might add, but on many of them. <laughs> well, on many college campuses, masculinity used to be looked as something to be desired. Now it's regarded as something shameful. Did, did you, would you want a
1: wimp? <laughs> really? No, I like, I like manly men,
0: and they are scarce out there.
1: Well, I mean, you know? the time the, 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 well, the
0: little kids—they're—they're they, they're feminized. I mean, it's just awful. Gotta oh. get those manly men. Mm. Don't want, don't want any of those feminized <laughs> men. Rare
1: though these days, aren't they? Just they're so rare. What the fuck is he talking about?
0: <laughs> gotta apologize for being a man. What? When? Yeah. Point to the moment that you're talking about, because if you're talking about gotta apologize for, you know.
1: Being a rapist,
0: raping, yeah, yeah, that's bad. Yes. Yeah. you know, in my day, we used to have fun antics like you know, we'd we'd chug, we'd do keg stands, and you know, feel women's boobs against their will. But now the men aren't manly like that anymore. I know, it's, it's a shame. Dan. It is a shame.
1: You know, it's a it's a boys will be boys. You know, it's a way of life that. that- We've just I mean, lost. We've lost our way, Dan. That's all he could be, be talking about, isn't it? What else could he be talking about? He's probably longing for the days of like, you know, your wife's out of line. Give her a good smack. A
0: little, yeah, just a nice, solid, but not too hard. So she knows you
1: mean business. Right. Smack in the face. <laughs> yeah, not, not so hard as to leave a scar. You want to stay pretty. Yeah, you don't, you don't want to bruise the woman. You know?
0: No, no. Her Her beauty is there for you after all.
1: Right. So why damage it? Why
0: ruin it? Right. You just want her to learn a lesson. Right. Jesus Christ, man, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> I mean, there are some men who are well, very feminine. Th- mm-hmm. So I guess that's really bad. That is bad. What w- oh my god, what will happen if a man is feminine? And poor and poor poor, poor little it, it, poor little what's her name on the show who There's fewer and fewer of those manly men out there. I know. I know. Who's going to smack her around?
1: Damn. Oh, ladies and gentlemen. That's not what she was saying. We, uh, we. I hope that's not what she was saying. Well, I mean. Who knows? Actually, if if that that is what she was saying, then go for it. Find yourself a man who. One of the stories I didn't take on this week. Yeah. Uh, was, I guess there was this big hubbub. In Australia, because some morning news guy um, kind of called out Muslim women because there was this video that had hit, hit the uh, web that he okay. found of these two Muslim women talking about um, what's appropriate for a man in sort of, you know, uh. Um, uh, what's the right word? Disciplining them. They're The wives. The wives. We're not even talking about the kids. We're talking about the wife. The wife. Right. Sure. But a man is supposed to discipline his wife. Yeah. Right. And and they're they're going through the the, the, all the things you know that he's allowed to do. He's allowed to talk to you. This is the order that's supposed to happen. Okay. He can talk to you. Right. That doesn't work. Doesn't set you straight. Then he can deny uh, you his uh, presence in bed. Okay. The pleasure of his presence. Oh, um, sure. If that doesn't get your attention, the,
0: Lissist, the
1: Lissistrata technique. Sure. So if, if that doesn't get your attention, right? Then he's allowed. He is permitted, not required. They go into great length here. He's not required to hit you, right? He's permitted to hit you if he wants to and they're totally like accepting and complicit of this whole system right and it's really disgusting it's awful and this like news guy like called them out for it and they did another video responding to it right um well it's okay because you know like the quran says that that he can't harm you he can't hurt you right you know and it's like that is why it's okay Super duper okay. And who the fuck is he to be disciplining his wife <laughs> in the first place?
0: Yeah, well, he's the man. That's who he is. Yeah. Oh, uh, we had some folks right into us. I'm just gonna jump right into this. Um uh, listeners will recall last week when you, Frank, were not here, that me and Doug had a lovely conversation about uh general conference. Mormon ah, general conference. Oh yeah, love general conference. And we wondered. If other religions had such a thing, because it Mm. seems it seems fairly unique to Mormonism. There's a few that do. Well, uh, so we had someone calling himself Revan Revan right into us uh, and say, hello, Frank and Dan. I just I just got done listening to your podcast with Dan and Doug, uh, and you were talking about LDS General Conference. And we're curious if J-Dubs do anything like that. The answer is yes. They do. Uh, there are three conferences. He, he goes on to say, uh, he says the second conference is the regional conference. This is the big one of the year. It is a Friday through Sunday uh, affair. This is where new releases of books happens. Oh. That's that's probably a big deal in the J-Dub oh, yeah, world.
1: Oh, love their books.
0: What if you were a, a an illiterate J-Dub? Boy, you'd be in some trouble. They'd teach you to read. They got a lot of books and a lot of, a lot oh, of pamphlets. They, they would teach you to read, Dan uh also uh, let's see also on sundays oh this is my favorite part they have a quote drama <gasps> which is an hour of bad acting on stage and usually starts out in modern times has a spiritual dilemma and then it changes uh, settings to some biblical story that conveniently fixes this du- non-dilemma dilemma and then <laughs> goes back to the modern times to see how it was applied Oh my. spoiler alert the person being counseled always does what the Watchtower wants them to do. This one, that is the highlight of the weekend. I can't believe I used to like that shit. He says, "Oh, oh my god, that's so funny." Uh, we also had Sana right in from Finland. Hi, she, she, he. I'm going to say she. Hi, this Sana says, Oh "Hi." We don't need to genderize this person. Uh you uh, you had asked about the yearly religious conventions. We Finns have our own conservative group called Conservative. L- oh, that's a word, Lestadians. The the Le Stadians, you know. Oh yeah, yeah. Of Finland. Oh, the, only if it's yes. Finnish, I should put the emphasis on the first syllable, Lestadians. I don't know why, but <laughs> I think that's a thing in the Is Finnish, that a thing, in really? the Finnish language. Oh, okay, right here. That's why so, it's it's Nokia, not Nokia.
1: Oh, interesting.
0: Anyway, uh, no birth control, no TV, makeup, dancing, worldly music, etc. I have a Lestadian friend who has 15 little sisters. Jesus Christ. 15? That's a sixty. Wow. Well, with no TV or whatever. Like, yeah.
1: Yeah. What what, what you going to do?
0: Up to 80,000 people, Sana goes on to say, uh, families with lots of kids will gather to a big field uh, with their caravans their, and... They have huge tents for sermons, kitchens, etc. All sermons come out uh, also with loudspeakers, so you can hear them oh, miles nice. away. Wow! Boring as hell. Everyone gets to hear what their opinion about things should be. Women aren't allowed to speak. Well, obviously, that would be that would be crazy <laughs> if women were allowed <laughs> De- defeat to defeat the purpose. Uh, but almost everyone seems to love it, since it's the biggest social event of the year. People get to meet friends around the country. Kids get candy and ice cream. so That's the way to do it. Bribe the kids. Then they'll love it. So, yes. Well, and
1: and then don't give it to them the rest of the year. Right. Yes, deny them. (laughs) And then uh, then it's really special. And then it's like Christmas. Oh, my goodness. Hooray. That sounds fantastic. Did we, uh... We have some donors. We have... Oh, good. And this is two weeks' worth... Yeah. ...of new donors. Yes. Oh. Uh, coming in at the... The faithful level?
0: Frank has to look around for his... His chart.
1: Coming in at the faithful level are... Jeff and Maggie... Oh. Shane... And... Jexka. Oh. Uh, And then we have, at the venerable level, David and Anthony. Hmm. And uh, the beatified Elizabeth has joined the ranks. Thank you. Hallowed be her name. And uh, James continues as our Lord and Savior. Uh, Blessings on all of you. Thank you, everyone. So much. Um, Uh, And if you'd like to join their ranks, you can do so by going to uh, thankgodimatheist.com. And looking for the Patreon or support tab. Yes, you, you can. Uh, and then it'll just join clean up. up. Click you right through to Patreon. At yeah. which
0: point you uh, you decide what level you wish yeah. to uh, to participate in, and whatever level you decide to choose, or you, you choose. Uh, you
1: get access to a, f- a commercial-free version of the show,
0: and That's nice. and our undying gratitude. Yeah, and
1: there's other stuff.
0: Well, we bless you in the name of the thing and the other guy and the stupid. Amen so you were just in europe
1: i was yeah
0: it's a continent uh on this earth <laughs> yeah we, we we've delineated the different continents and you were in one of them yeah. that isn't these this north american one
1: yeah That's- uh it's so where, uh, uh, yeah, uh, they've, got, they've got some cool things to see. Over in Europe? Yeah. In, old things. In Europe? It's always amazing to us Americans how old the things can be. Right. Although. Cause we
0: don't have a lot of old. I mean, you go to southern Utah and you start to see some paintings on some rocks and you think, oh, no, that's some legit old.
1: Yeah. Right there. That's, that's, uh, yeah, that's like really old. But uh, where are those people? Yeah, they're gone. They're gone. Yeah. yeah, so they are still Europeans. Is that your point? <laughs> well, those, those ones the still are Of the people who built those big churches right. are still there, you know.
0: And yeah. uh, here's the thing: so we we had a conversation uh, that is only available to our Patreon donors of a certain level. Mm-hmm. Um, the beatifieds, the, Be- the beatifieds, and above, mm-hmm. uh, they can they can hear our full in depth conversation about. Uh, the cathedrals of Europe, yeah, which you and I like, yeah. But one of, the, but you had another experience that related to some experiences that I've, I've had. Why don't you start by talking about?
1: Well, yeah, um, I uh, I definitely took in some museums on this trip, uh-huh. um, and I went to the. Uh, let me make sure I get this right. The Reichs Museum. In uh Ooh, I like the rolled R on that. That yeah, was fun. Yeah. I I was saying it totally wrong and then the 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 f- woman at the front desk at my hotel corrected me. Generously um, corrected you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but very, very like I kinda asked, Am I getting it right? And she kinda laughed and was like, No. <laughs> so anyway. Fair enough. Um the Rijksmuseum um in Amsterdam. Sure. And uh it's an old museum. Um or at least a mu- like it's been there since the 1800s um and uh and i did the the whole thing i mean this is this is where like all the dutch masters are so you got your vermeer and your rembrandt sure all of those guys right and uh but it's also a big sprawling it's a huge museum and i did the audio tour thing and one of the one of the the tours that you could do Hmm. aside from the ones that take you around to the different collections and whatnot was a tour of the building. Oh. And some of the information that I got out of that was sort of the intent of the original architect um, who um, used a lot of like, well, for example, in the original entry hall to the museum. There's, it it has um, murals um, depicting various, you know scenes and that's not uncommon to see in old buildings you know Uh um but it has stained glass with with figures with people depicted um on three big stained glass panels you know multiple windows involved the kind of thing that one would think you would only see really in a cathedral, and it, and it was cathedral. very much in the style of very, okay. very, um, very ornate, and lots of you know interesting patterns, and the people standing there very, <clears throat> very stoic and whatnot. Yeah. Um, and the intent was to use sort of religious. Um, what would you call that? Iconography or style? Religious style, right? Yeah. In this building that was celebrating secular work right Right. secular celebrating the artists yeah and and as you would enter if this was the entrance to the museum as it once was you would then enter into this long um once it was pointed out in the tour it was obvious this long basically cathedral type space okay super high you know Ceilings. ceilings sure and then chapels so to speak, on on each side as you go along, just these alcoves that were dedicated to specific
0: artists, right? And then
1: at the very end, you you have basically as the altarpiece, this uh, you know the Night Watchman by Rembrandt, yeah. Um, as as like the thing, the, huh. the most important piece, and it's huge. Um, and and it was just, you know, I, I thought that it was just so marvelous to to take those to take that the basically not the well yeah the architectural form the one would expect in a cathedral and put it into something that's celebrating human achievement. Yeah. artistic achievement, right? Yeah.
0: And uh
1: and, rather, and rather than that celebrating
0: same, everybody's imaginary friend.
1: Right. Something real and something tangible and and uh but the could inspire that same kind of awe yeah. that a cathedral's architecture inspires. Because there is something about a high ceiling with light coming in that it lifts your eyes and it, it, it and it 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 lifts <sighs> It feels different. If well, I mean a really like a really magical gothic cathedral it almost feels like you're floating. Yeah. Like I mean it, it the light is well, playing
0: them- and I've, I mean, you know, I walk into Notre Dame de Paris, mm-hmm. and it doesn't feel like I'm floating. It feels like I'm so grounded. Mm. Like I walk in there, and I feel it's dark. It's mm-hmm. it's it's like by design. These got, a lot of these Gothic cathedrals are very dark, and I feel pressed down. But the but the structure itself pushes up so high that if mm-hmm. but there so there is this. This inspiration, this awe, mm-hmm. but I, but I, I mean, the thing, is, yeah, I feel small in that space. Mm. I feel like it's meant to make to make to give me a sense of my own smallness mm. in the grandeur of mm. God's mm. world or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then I go into uh, the cathedral, uh, St. Paul's Cathedral in London, where Christopher Wren designed it with out the 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 dark stained glass with with clear glass at mm. the top and it it's meant to let a lot of white light a lot of that sunlight in when and if London has sun mm. which is therein uh, lies the problem a sketchy thing yeah and it feels very bright and very airy and very uplifting and very open mm. and that and it's sort of in golds and whites ah. a very different uh feel yeah. but all but but all of these have this sort of sense of awe about yeah, them. Yeah, yeah. I was going to sort of pivot to uh, my experience of the Jewish Museum in Berlin, oh. which was designed by a man named Daniel Liebeskind, who oh. is a, a very interesting architect. Uh, but he created the museum itself. I'll be honest, like the uh, the exhibits in the museum. I wasn't I didn't love. I didn't okay. love the museum, how it presented itself. But Liebeskind had put into the museum these spaces that he called voids uh, that didn't have that didn't have any um, exhibits per se. They literally one of them was one of them. I think he called it. Did he call it the chapel, the cathedral, the something? uh, It was a space that you walked into with a big door and you walked in and it was blackness. Uh, from where you were walking you felt like you were walking into blackness and it felt like the sea. Ce- like it felt prison like at first there's only one window and it's way up the ceiling is in it is you know four stories high mm. and there's one sort of clear story window at the top that's very thin mm. that's the only light source and so you walk in and you feel like you've gone to jail it's Oh. It's a it's a triangular shaped room. You barely, you can't see anything because your eyes are used to much more light. Mm-hmm. And as you stand there in silence, you, your eyes adjust to the light. Mm. And then it takes on this sort of cathedral feel. It takes on this feel of awe. Mm. And it's, you know, in a museum that's dedicated to sort of the survivors of the Holocaust and just dedicated to the Jewish experience in, in Europe. Mm-hmm. It has, it's so impactful, hmm. and he's got these other rooms too that have similar, really interesting ways of disorienting you, and uh, and sort of calling to mind different things. And man, a space can be amazing. Yeah, and when you start to use the tricks that religion has used with right. space, right. For a secular purpose, it can be amazing.
1: Well, and I mean and and that's that's the thing. Like I think that we've talked about this before, but you know, atheists I think we have a tendency when we, you know, flee church um to cut ourselves off mm. from those spaces. And and very rightly so. Yeah. You a, know, lot, I mean, a lot of people I've talked to once they've left church.
0: Are you know we're so traumatized by the whole experience. They don't want to go anywhere near a church ever again
1: in their whole lives. I think for me, the reason that Catholic churches, uh, and just big cathedrals in general, Hmm. um, don't cause me those kind of problems. I don't have a churchy association with uh, that. Interesting, right? Because that that was never my religious experience. Right. We talk, you know, Mormon churches. Are are the Motel Sixes of churches? They are. They're, they're just awful, boring, horrible places. Right? They're just they're bland uh, by design. By des- yeah, they don't they don't want the ornamentation.
0: Yeah, right? I mean we're not uh, talking about Amish here, but there's there's like they definitely they talk about beauty, but <laughs> they
1: they don't enact it. No, no. <laughs> uh, uh-uh. um. So yeah, very 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 plain. Whatever, and so again, for me going into uh, a big Catholic cathedral, I don't, you know, I don't. None of that, none of those, the, none of it represents my religious experience. So I'm able to just to go in and just appreciate the architecture. Sure. And but nonetheless, I think that it's important. I mean, and and it could be just seeking out, you know, natural, you know, the the spaces in the in the natural world. Yeah. You know. Um, getting out into some mountains or, or canyons or the, going to the coast and looking out at the ocean. And I mean, there's just so many places where we can let our minds go and feel some connection yeah. and, and, uh, uh, feel a little inspired, you know? Mm. Um, and, but for me, I mean, and for anybody else that can get it from a, a, a pretty church, I think it's 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 a valuable experience, and my mind gets very contemplative yeah. in in a cathedral as I wander around and being quiet and doing my my little thing and being very respectful. Yes, you know, yes,
0: um, because yeah, we I would never encourage anyone to be disrespectful in somebody else's church. That's awful. Yeah, here's the thing. I think, I mean, so we're talking about two different things we're, uh, that are both interesting. The first one is how we as atheists respond to other people's religious spaces. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, I I understand. I'm, I have no problem. I get people feeling upset uh, by churches, f- people seeing them as a place where they were hurt, where other people get hurt. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: All of that's real. Yeah but i have cultivated in my life a fascination when i go into those places mm. i love watching the devoted the devoted mm. doing their thing because it's like it's just so interesting to me mm. it's such a weird human thing mm. to watch people kneel down weep think pray cry sing all in the name of something that we know is likely not there, right? Is not real, right? But it's real to him, and it's real to her, and that's fascinating to me. And the space, but the but then there's this other thing, which is that we can learn as secular people from these spaces, yeah. And from the fact, and and I think that you know, there's this. You're right. There's this tendency. You know, we've got a lot of bathwater that we want to get rid of as we as we <laughs> eschew our uh, our religious roots right but there's a baby there somewhere in there there's good stuff within all of that nonsense that we shouldn't throw away and i think giving ourselves spaces for contemplation for Mm -hmm. reflection Mm -hmm. uh for for beauty Mm -hmm. we as a secular uh group uh, as secular people i i wish we 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 had a greater embrace of that mm. and i hope th- i hope that we can uh we can all talk about it more so that it's inspired more so that you know maybe there's a secular architect out there who's going to be doing a space you know a, a museum or something yeah and will include these beautiful contemplative spaces a place to just sit and 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 ponder yeah i think that's a beautiful thing yeah absolutely all well, right. well, kids, if you have something uh, you'd like to say, if, you, if you've if you got recommendations for places to visit that could be awesome, yeah, uh, write into us, podcast at thankgodimatheist.com. Or you can call and leave us a voicemail message. The telephone number is
1: 424-666-8442.
0: Yes, it is. Go to the Facebook
1: page, facebook.com slash TGIatheist. And while you're on Facebook, search for the TGIA Members Only Lounge and request to join. It's a closed group. Uh, which protects your, uh, your uh, anonymity, if that's yeah. important.
0: Yeah, nobody, nobody will know that you're in an atheist group if right. you go there. It, it's, it's there for you to, uh, to just be a part of the group without, yeah. without... You don't have to come out to everybody else on your Facebook wall. Yeah. About it. And it's also a moderated group, which means that uh, the
1: discussion remains civil.
0: Indeed, and to that end, I'd like to thank uh,
1: Sarah, Amy, and Danny for their hard work as moderators on the Members Only Lounge. And of course, we uh, we need to thank Mackenzie for all of her hard work on Facebook.
0: Yes, indeed. Thanks to the Red Rock Hot Club and to John- Gordon Johnston for their f- use of their fine
1: music. And thank you, dear listener, for listening. We sure do appreciate it when you do. Bye.